It's a comic book pit. Okay. Welcome back to the Comic Book Pit Podcast. This is episode 361. I'm Dan, and with me tonight, I've got Mr. Sean Atkins. Hello. And we are we are uh, graced with the presence of a special guest tonight. We've got John Engel, uh, General Manager of New Dimension Comics. John, how are you? I am great, and I'm gracing your presence. Yes, you are. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here. Well, you know, I, I say that because, because I mean, I know having worked with you for I don't know how many years now, how busy you are in 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 every way imaginable. <laughs> things yes. you know, thing, things that I've learned that you that you do uh, as the general manager of a chain of six stores um, is mind-boggling and, and and that's under optimal normal circumstances yeah so i can't imagine what it was like when the when the pandemic hit uh yeah it it was um it was a little crazy because uh because todd the owner uh, was actually in florida so i'm up here going oh. dude they're they're getting ready to shut everything down like are you coming back? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was, it was kind of nuts. Like at first we, we, we kind of thought, you know, this, this is just going to be like, okay. So it's a new flu. It's going to be whatever it is. It's not going to be crazy. Yeah. And you know, like, like everybody. And then eventually it got to that point where it was, Oh damn, they're shutting everything down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, which was which was not a fun day to, to send out an email that basically said, "Hey, everybody, you're laid off." Right. Um, so that was that was a little rough, but uh, you know, I, I I'm I'm really blessed with a, a really good team of guys that uh, guys and girls that you know we we put their safety first, and it, it basically was me and two to three other people working on mail orders the entire shutdown. I was running like four stores out of Elwood by myself, uh, doing mail orders, like calling people mm-hmm. being like, do you want to buy your box? There's nothing coming out for two months. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So, so, you know, so that, so that was like March, April. That's when you guys kind of like had to adjust and to, to the, to the new, like to, to the fact that like you couldn't have customers or staff, in the store. So how did, um, obviously we know that the, you know, with the layoffs and, you know, that, that's a, that's a thing that's been, you know, across the country. Um, how did the, how did the customer base react? Uh, for the most part, um, they were very supportive. Um, a a lot of people were like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy my books. I just got this extra money for the government. Um, (laughs) so the stimulus helped stimulus us, uh, or stimulate us. Uh, but, uh, a lot of them were just wondering when the next, the next time books were coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guys that did kind of catch up on stuff uh, started like 
to actually like branch out into new things. They were like, all right, cool. I've caught up on this. I didn't like it. Let's cut it off. But I want to add this thing. Um, a lot of guys just, they just caught up on their boxes, their pull boxes. And it was, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and then other guys took advantage. We did like a, 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 we called it the virtual basement sale where I was basically people's personal shopper. Mm-hmm. Um, one guy sent me a nine page list or I'm sorry. He sent me a 20 page list and I pulled him nine long boxes out of the basement. Oh wow. my God. Yeah. And, and to, to tell you how it was, it was like, like it would be like Iron Man and then like 50 different like numbers across behind it. And mm-hmm. then it'd be like the next line would be all numbers. And then, if it was entire run, it would just be like JLA 2000 X, like, you know, numbers mm-hmm. one through whatever, or, you know, full run. And I would just be like, all right. And I just pulled everything out, threw it in boxes. And wow. uh, the first day that we were open, he came, he drove up, he was from uh, Indiana PA. He drove up, uh, picked up all, like we, we threw all the long boxes out the back door and he just uh, like set them on the sidewalk and he just pulled up and put them in his car and uh, it was good. But um, crap. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and then um, we opened a, a spread shop short uh, store. Um, and I know you guys did one because I got a, a shirt from you uh, mm-hmm. for, for this podcast, um, and I'm actually wearing one of the ones now. This is a Jeff Munn's um, support your local comics, uh, where it's like he's holding up the the local part. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah, and these are awesome, and you can still get these actually at our website uh, if you go to ndcomics.com/slash shop um you'll you'll see it under like exclusive apparel uh, so that's that's kind of cool mm-hmm. um but we had we had creators also reach out to us uh to to help support um the stores during the shutdown um a, a really good one was uh frank gogol that's it frank gogol he he wrote um dead end kids for uh source point press Um, he reached out to me mid pandemic and just said, Hey man, um, I'm reaching out to stores who really support, uh, source point press. You guys really helped me with my career. I want to help you guys out in this. I have a new book coming out called no heroin. Number one, I'm going to make 10 copies of it, uh, with a very specific variant cover and only 10 shops in the entire country are getting it. And you're going to get one and it's free to you. You just sell it. And I was like, Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> thank you. You know, I was awesome. like, thanks a lot, man. That's awesome. Um, by the time I got off the phone and I explained what it was to one of the mail order guys, they just said, I don't care what you put on it. I'm buying the book. Wow. <laughs> I was like, all right. So, uh, um, you know, it, I, I gave him first crack at it um, and he bought it. It was, it was really nice. And then uh, Aftershock was awesome. They did, uh, they did the support your local shops or support your support our shops. Uh, like it's almost like a mashup of different stories. You can still find it in a lot of our, sh- our stores. Um, but it was, it was free to us so that we can set a price. And I think we set it at like four or five bucks a piece, mm. um, but it just supports the stores. Uh, Aftershock put that out there. They're awesome. Uh, most, most of the publishers did, did some really cool stuff to help everybody get through this. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're so thankful for everybody that that bought stuff online, pre-ordered stuff, emptied their box, um, did the basement sale virtually, did the basement sale like the second weekend we were open. Um, yeah. You know, and and all the everybody that's come back in since we've opened, we've had we've had some great numbers. 
and uh, we're really, really happy to, to see everybody. And um, yes, it's weird to see everybody with masks on. And uh, but yes, we can hear you when you talk with it. Don't need to move it off your face. You don't have to. Yeah, you yeah. don't. Have to, you don't have to have a chin guard. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, um, I imagine. I mean, as as harrowing and scary as the those times were and still are, because I mean, anything could happen at a the drop of a hat, as as we know. Um, I imagine. It, it gave you guys the opportunity to really get creative in how you were going to um, boost sales. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like you said, you, you, you did your virtual basement sale, which I'm sure probably people reacted to because people love the basement sale in general. Mm-hmm. But like, what else did you guys have to do or, or, or what, what, what did you try? Like what worked? Maybe what, maybe, maybe what didn't work that you, or maybe something that, might uh, hoped it would have worked, but didn't. Yeah. So, um, a lot of stores do like Facebook online sales, and uh, it was it was very weird because um, every time I would do one, uh, like oh, I'd have like five people watching, and it was like, okay, I'm going through like, but I was doing different stuff. I was doing like gaming. I was doing like five dollar trades, five dollar sets. Um, so I had a couple people that bought, bought that kind of stuff. But then Todd would do like these, I'm going through this big ass collection in my garage and I'm going to pull out all these really nice books. <laughs> He'd have like 200 people watching him and I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, it kind of worked once we, once we kind of got in a rhythm and it's really funny. Cause like, um, when, when Todd did his, like he, his, uh, his, uh, screen was mirrored. So everything that he held up was backwards. I actually saw that. Yeah. I, I think I watched his first one yeah. and you could tell what it was just from the characters, but at the same time, yeah, everything was backwards and every other person on the message board was like, wait, what is that again? <laughs> Can you flip your, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like the second one he did was called like uh, Todd fumbles with technology or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but he's a great sport. He did really like, he did, he did really, really killer with those. Um, I personally think they're the most boring thing in the world to watch. Um, and then we took part in the first mainframe Comic-Con and I did a, um, a live basement hunt. Um, so they are a uh, Comic-Con that the, the guys from the Comic Corps started, um, which is another podcast. And some of the guys are based in Pittsburgh. Um, and they are, I believe, the official podcast of the Heroes Initiative. Um, mm, okay. And they're they're actually having an event this weekend too, um, which we're going to be part of the, the first one though, when we did it, I basically sat in the basement and I said, all right, guys, what do you want me to find you? And um, <laughs> my buddy, the legend, uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to the legend podcast, but he's really great too. Um, he, uh, he's like, what do you got in w- weird Western tales? And I like took my phone and I like, just was like flipped it around. So we kind of walked and it was like, uh, it was kind of neat. And, um, you know, I pulled out all the books. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, I'm buying them all. They're all a buck. I'm buying them all. Um, Cause then we started hunting for weirder stuff like the DC Hanna-Barbera crossovers and uh, <laughs> a couple things. So that was kind of cool, but it, it was also cool. Cause I got to, uh, I got to follow George C. Romero, which is George Romero's son. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was kind of cool to hear like, you know, and I, and I pitched a couple like Pittsburgh uh, questions in there since, you know, he's, he's from around these parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So we uh we kind of talked about that for a little bit. It was it was kind of cool, uh, but this weekend, this Saturday and Sunday, will be uh, a virtual vendor 
And if you go to the mainframecomiccon.com website and go to the exhibitor hall and then hit vendor, uh, you can scroll down to see us. Um, I just finished posting a bunch of stuff from our uh, eBay store. It, gets, it has direct links to it. Um, and there's also a discount code that's only good this weekend. So uh, yeah, during, during the actual Comic-Con. But these guys have been doing great, uh, great work um, for the Heroes Initiative, great work for, for vent, like trying to help shops and vendors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's really kind of a, a thing. I'll be honest, like everything we tried worked. Like there really wasn't anything that didn't work. Oh, that's good. Um, things worked better than others. Like some of the, like I said, some of the, the, the Facebook live sales worked better than others, but mm. for the most part, everything worked out pretty good. Like nothing, there was no real, like, man, that was a big waste. No of never doing that again. Yeah. Um, we did, uh, we sold pre, we sold early basement sale days. Uh, which actually are going to go on sale this Saturday. Uh, you'll be able to buy for, because we have a basement sale coming up, I believe the tw- 19th-ish of September. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll actually be able to get a day on the two weeks worth of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, Sundays, Um or no, sorry, Thursday, Thursday through Sunday, the two weeks previous, you'll be able to schedule a day. Uh, if you buy one of those early bird boxes They're I think they're like two seventy five plus tax. Um, you have to buy a box to get in. You can't bring a friend. You have to dedicate yourself to one box. Mm-hmm. So if your friend wants to go, they got to pony up the two seventy five plus tax. Yeah. Um, but you'll be able to you'll be able to purchase it online uh, through our website at ndcomics.com slash shop. Uh, if you go to the Elwood store, you'll be able to do that. And um, we'll just reach out to you and, and schedule a time for you to come in. But we had about 12 people do that ahead of time. Um, and a lot of it is also that we want we not only want to give people the opportunity to, to get, get in there early and, and, and check it out and, and have a little bit more time to themselves, but um, it's about spreading out how many people are in there at the same time. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Planned. Smart. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Sure. Do you think you might continue this stuff? Like, let's say hypothetically in the near future that we're out of pandemic and, you know, we're all going back to our regular normal lives. Do you think you guys will start going, these guys will still keep going these routes? Like, you know, all the virtual stuff just to, you know, um, I think most of it, yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we turned we turned our websites on uh, per store, which was another big thing. So you can actually shop each of our six locations. Like you just click the button of the waterfront, and you can shop all their new books, all their graphic novels, all their games, all their toys. Um, that's been kind of a bigger thing uh, for a lot of people, and I think that's going to stay for sure. Um, we've had. Uh, Tim from Tim Cope down at uh, the waterfront. Uh, one of our assistant managers has done a weekly Facebook Live uh, auction. That's been pretty good. I love those. <laughs> <laughs> He's at least not boring, so that's good. I've I've gotten well. Well, yeah, I, I've I've picked up a couple. I've I've won a couple of auctions. So I'm I'm pretty. I, uh, I, I, I like those a lot. I won an Exo Man of War number one on the dollar one. Um, nice. That was cool. But, 
I think it, it, I don't think that anything would necessarily go away. Um, it, it really just taught us how to market ourselves a little better, mm-hmm. to be honest. And, and this is the world that even, even when COVID gets under control, like the world is never going to go back to what it was pre COVID. Like right. there, there's so many different things that have happened and, and how the world has changed because of that, that we're never going to go back to that ever. Um, so I, I don't think that we'll necessarily lose much. Um, I don't know if mainframe will keep going to, to where we'll support that as much, but we, we love those guys. Like we love you. And, uh, you know, we, we support them too. Um, and they, they support us too, uh, with, with things like they're actually, uh, helping me, uh, vet some guests for three rivers, 2021. So, oh, nice. Yeah, surprise, Dan. <laughs> uh, and, and they're actually some. I'll tell you about them later. <laughs> okay. They're, they're, Fair the, the names they they've been throwing around. I'm like, oh, cool. Hopefully, we can afford them. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I, I kind of like being able to do mail order. I kind of like being able to do curbside for people. I would have done curbside for anyone. I would have done all this stuff pre-shutdown anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that really changed so far is that we close early because we can't really do gaming. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, I, I, or it's, like, it's, it's I'm, I feel like gaming is probably the one thing that you kind of really can't yeah. control or, or you can't do like quote unquote safely because a bunch of guys sitting around a table, it's not really, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, we, we want to caution on the side of air, you know, we mm-hmm. want to, um, we don't basically we just we would we would feel bad if somebody came to like play D in one of our stores and then the whole group got sick sure. we would feel terrible so until things get under control um like we're not and you can't really play at a D table and be six feet apart from each other you'd be basically like screaming across the room right um or, or, or what did my play magic say? or yeah, yeah, yeah um so for magic um magic or wizards of the coast uh finally opened up arena for Mac. Um, so you can play it on Mac and windows mm-hmm. and every Friday, the waterfront and the mill stores are doing arena, uh, Friday night magic through arena. You join the discord group. You send your money ahead of time to the store. They put you into the thing. Wizards of the coast, um, updated their tournament software. So you have an app. It's called the companion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, your your tournament organizer plugs in everybody to the tournament. It pops up with who you're playing, what their arena name is, and it says, you know, report standing, like report the match. So you play your two matches or your two best of three on arena. You report the match. They report the match. As long as it matches, it goes back to the tournament organizer. As soon as the round's over, they kick another one out. And it just pops up. Hey, here's the next round. It's super awesome. Like we, I played my first one last Friday. Uh, with the Mills guys, and we played three rounds in an hour and a half, which was probably an hour shorter than normal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, so does does that um does that g- like randomly generate a deck for each player? Like, how does that work? So you you build your own deck um in the the game. Like when you start the game, you have to go through uh, a bunch of different trial phases with different mm-hmm. trial decks. And then you get all the cards from those, and as you play, like your daily, um, 
like your daily quests, mm-hmm. I guess is the, the best thing. Uh, you can win packs. Uh, you can buy packs. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so you're, so it's all, but it's all virtual. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, okay. yeah. I, I have not dumped any money into it and I am like mediocre tiered and I have like three different decks. Um, the deck I played last week did not do too hot. So I'm going to try a different one this week. <laughs> Um, that's cool so i mean so yes yeah, so like the it like just like anything the more you play the more yeah. kind of rewards you get and you can add to it if you want out of your own pocket but you don't have to and all the stores uh if you play in it you you're supposed to send a a picture to the to and of the screen like if you and you can uh they send you a code and you get like free packs free uh alternate arts hmm. um different stuff each code every week does a different thing and every store has them because that's we're all, really cool we're all uh, wizards play network stores and i'm trying to get the other stores onto it because i think some of them were, were just hoping that this would uh calm down quicker than it did mm-hmm. and uh you know <laughs> obviously that didn't happen so <laughs> yeah five, five five months later <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um so are all the so all so at this point all the NDC locations are open, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people question the mills, and uh, it is open. Yes. Because yeah, because <laughs> for those that don't know, the the Pittsburgh Mills location is actually that's the, that's the last one that's in a mall, right? No, uh, Ohio is in a mall. Oh, okay. Um, and I guess that's the last one that's like inside something else. Right. Because yeah. I understand. Because I'm sure the mall itself as a as an entity had to you know has their own restrictions oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um so, so you have to like do their stuff plus like whatever stuff you guys want to in, in, you know uh, institute inside those stores yeah so we don't really have like free reign over what we can do but uh the mall's always been really good to us so the mall itself is own is open from 11 to 7 uh, every day, but Sunday, I think it's 11 to six on Sunday, 11 to five. Um, but we're only open from noon to seven, uh, Monday through Saturday. Um, but we had to wait. That was the last one to reopen because malls are considered, um, entertainment venues. So Mm. like a, uh, arena or a convention center or, um, you know, anything like that, it was considered that. So, uh, we had to wait until Pennsylvania went in, like the, the, the county went into the green phase for it to open up. Um, so a couple weeks before that happened, we started getting in there and, um, we started doing, uh, mail orders out of there. So people were starting to get their stuff anyway. Um, and we just kind of, waited waited it out i mean it was only like an extra week after the other last store opened so Mm -hmm. um but it's it it came back and it it's still on fire man it's still doing exactly the money it did when it left and oh that's great uh, in in less time so either everybody's like got better schedules now or they're (laughs) just uh you know everyone's just jones jones and for their comics right right so well i mean that the, the bads that came along with what we did was, so we opened up the, the world to online shopping, right? Um, so we use Comic Hub as our POS. And if you guys haven't checked it out, there's like an online portal. Um, the new updated app version of it is coming out 
Uh, it was supposed to come out this week. They found a bug and they postponed it probably another two weeks. Um, but uh, a lot of, we'll call them sharks, uh, have decided that they figured out that you can buy your books through there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we put it in our terms of service and we, we, we use a limiter on the, on the website to limit it to one of any comic per person mm-hmm. uh, in any category. Yeah. Period. Um, that's smart because you know, you can't just, you can't not have stuff for people on the shelf, but people like our regulars are also getting adjusted to it where they're either coming in the week before being like, Hey, I want this book or they're putting in their request for it so that we hold it when we pull it. Um, and a lot of shops are facing that same, same problem. So the, the best thing to do is, uh, if, if your local shop, um, does, subscriptions like we do uh or at least hold stuff for you on release day which a lot of them do i know Mm -hmm. Uh, you know make sure you're you're getting in there like a couple days before release and and asking for it um there's there's stuff though that we know are going to be gone like on fridays and, and we you know everybody has the same opportunity to get at it but we will service the people who have requested it before uh, especially before final order cutoff, um, we'll definitely do we, that's the best time to get it in there for sure. But, uh, if you miss that, we're, we do it as a case by case basis uh, and the order comes in and everything is time stamped. So oh, nice. Yeah. So we know who asked for it first. We yeah. Know, that makes it fair. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, everybody's got the same, um, the same option to, to do stuff in the same, uh, opportunities. So, you know, we just urge people to start using the system as much as possible because it also helps us with our ordering to make sure we get this, the right stuff for the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's just helpful. You know, one of the one of the big uh, bombs that dropped during uh, COVID was was DC Comics moving away from Diamond and and uh, doing business with two brand new uh distributors that were, you know, like basically, you know, uh, not tested, like, you know, very, you know, very new to the industry, uh, distributors. So has that had any effect ordering or customer? Like, you know, there, because there are people that were just like, and stores that were like, forget it. DC's dead to me. Like I will no longer carry DC. Like that's the extreme. Yeah. I, I know some of those, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, so what, what, what's your experience or like your, like your, your store, different stores experiences or the manager's experiences in ordering with the new distributors? So for the most part, um, nothing really changed for us except that instead of doing one big order, we now have to do it broken apart. Um, mm. but the, 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 the annoying part, um, at first, uh, I, I feel that a lot of us were just really disappointed by the timing and how it was handled and the fact that um, like it, when it happened um, the, the two distributors that came out of it, Lunar and UCS um, they had a, basically had a, a three week trial run, right. Mm. Uh, during the shutdown because DC wanted their books to be shipped during shutdown, even though, almost every shop in the country was shut down. They still wanted them to, to, to ship it and try to sell it. Um, so this, the, I feel that 
we were just very disappointed that, you know, they didn't take into consideration the fact that most of us were closed. Um, and that, uh, you know, they, they, it should be, they should be part of everybody, you know, like, cause everybody else was just adjusting. We were all, we were all working, making it work. Um, and it was, it was just very, very weird. Um, and then when they, they finally opened up the distributors for, uh, use, none of them were very, neither of them were, were super prepared for how many stores were going to be on them. Um, and not all of them were prepared for like, uh, with it wise, uh, for stores that use POS systems, Mm -hmm. um, because none of them were set up to uh, upload, download, uh, put the orders in right away. Like, like it was very, um, it was very wild west for uh, the first couple, <laughs> couple weeks. Uh, but then everything, every by, right now, everything is smoothed out. The last couple weeks currently have been have been very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just weird because you know DC also wants the 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 Tuesday release and a lot of our stores are putting them out on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask about that. If that was something that you were adhering to, or if you were just putting everything out on Wednesday, no matter what. So we are trying to adhere to it. If we can, it really depends on when the books get there. Okay. Um, if they get there late, then they may not get out till Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Um, mm-hmm. But you can, you can go into any of our stores and ask for, uh, the DC stuff. And if it's there and it's processed, you're more than welcome to buy it on a Tuesday. I'm, um, I'm sorry. I, is this like a, a new thing or is this always been like a thing with DC? So up until this point, new comics have only always released on a Wednesday right. um, for the last, I don't know, 25 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was mid nineties. It was whenever diamond kind of uh, took over everybody. Uh, when they when they bought out capital uh, when they were the last holdout um, that's that's kind of from what I understand they had a bit of a gentleman's agreement that everybody would just put their books out on Wednesday before that when there were the distributor wars in the 90s it was you got your books you process them you put them out like there was no specific day but you were mm-hmm. all ordering from like four to six different distributors and you're basically processing a different shipment every single day so you know, I would personally hate that. (laughs) Um, and I, I just thought it was annoying to, um, go away from something that made everybody's life easier. And, um, I, you know, I don't know what, what it was like on their end. You know, apparently it wasn't a great deal. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I hope they're doing better with, uh, with the two new guys, but, you know, everything that happened earlier this week, I don't know if that's true um, because they, you know, released, they let go a whole bunch of other people earlier this week. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I, I don't know what's going on over there, but you know, I wish them the best. Uh, You know, I have a lot of friends that work for DC comics and uh, you know, I hope, I hope they all um, are, are still employed and uh, are still, you know, able to, to survive, especially during this crazy time. So, <laughs> yeah, it's such a it's such a crazy time in, in general, and then for that to for, for them to like I said drop a bomb like that, I mean, that was it just kind of shook everybody to the core. Like, oh my god, how could they do this? 
But hey, See, I, I was kind of about them, so that's good. <laughs> I was kind of indifferent about it because I was like, well, I always kind of figured that Diamond was kind of like a monopoly anyway, because you know everybody has to go through Diamond to get their books. But you know, I was also like, well, you know, what the heck? But I don't. I don't work in that industry. So, I mean, I guess that would be a nightmare if you had to order books and you had to do two forms or three or four instead of just the one. Yeah. But. I mean, luckily the, the digital POS helps out a lot because um, everything's right there. So you're just breaking up your time into smaller chunks instead of doing one big chunk. Um, mm-hmm. It just, it's, it's rough when you have to receive it t- two different days or, uh, you have to do one whole receiving and then just start again and do another whole receiving of another company's stuff. So, you know, I'm really hoping that if if other publishers decide to go with the other two, um, that they go with both or, or publishers start branching out with all three as options. Um, but I'm, I'm just very... I'm very concerned that it's just going to, um, I don't know, overload the industry, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, cause there's not a lot of shops that have more than two or three people working at them at a time. Anyway, uh, you know, we're lucky to have, you know, a, a staff of like almost 80 people, uh, throughout the company. Um, a lot of them are in our warehouse just, you know, but, <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's, it's, yeah, like I said, it, it was just kind of a disappointing to, to to see them do that during this time because there there's still shops in the country that aren't open. So you know, right. I, I know oh, wow. I know guys that told me like they were like Dude, I'm not getting new books until like September, and I was like, wow, wow, so, dang, yeah. Uh, I have a question. So were was uh, New Dimension Comics able to get the? I think they. Uh, you have to excuse my spaciness. I think it was some sort of like small business uh, stimulus or something like that from the banks. But I was hearing that a lot of people couldn't get that because a lot of uh, like the money just was tapped out or something. Uh, I did. I, I was personally not involved with any of that. So I can't I don't I don't have an answer for you. Um, I do know that a lot of other shops I talked to, uh, that was the case, um, where a lot of the money ended up being in the, the middle range of people instead of the, the lower range of people where it was supposed to go. Um, mm-hmm. like it didn't actually help a lot of local, uh, like mom and pop style businesses or like the, the companies that have under a hundred employees, um, like it was supposed to, it went to all the ones that have like a hundred locations and have, mm-hmm. you know, a thousand or 10,000 employees. So, uh, like I said, I don't have really a good answer for you cause I wasn't involved on that end. I was mostly focused on, um, just trying to sell everything I could in, in the locations during that time. I let that up to Todd. Um, so, and I don't know if he'll ever actually tell me. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I hope we did. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I have a weird question, I guess, and this is for, for both of you. Like at this point, again, now that we're, we're five months in, n- nobody ever thought we'd probably still be at this point. You know, when we all knew that we had to start wearing masks, everyone was doing homemade masks or 
surgical masks or whatever. Now I feel like masks are like getting cool and like, like, they're, like, <laughs> they're like your t-shirts man yeah, yeah they're yeah. like they're they're, they're, yeah. they're they're like fashion accessories now so do, do either of you guys have any cool like geek masks so i uh, my my first wave of nerd masks came from uh the wife of the owner of comics paradise plus down in morgantown uh her name's julie she sent me like uh, I met them to to swap some books in Washington on my way to Ohio, and uh, we're there both in our cars with masks on. And I'm like, "Here's your stuff." She's like, "Here's 36 masks. Just hand them out to your staff." I was like, "Cool." So at the time, I only had like six people on staff. So I was like, <laughs> "Here you go, guys." Um, <laughs> but I, I just recently ordered some cool uh, cool ones. I have, I have a Hordak one. Uh, that's uh, the villain from Shira. I have his yep. mouth. Nice. Um, a, a blue lantern, a yellow lantern, and a Mega Man uh, are all coming, and uh, those are those are my fun nerd masks. Other than that, I just have like, and the, the ones that she did are like they're fabric. It's like it's like Batman, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man. There's like a Thor one, Star Wars. Um, but I've seen some really really cool stuff. Out yeah. There, so. Well, that's why that's why that's why I brought it up because now the the only the only NDC that I've been to. Um, has been the waterfront and and so every time i go there i run into the two tims and and yeah. they each have these really cool masks tim hibbard has a cool like a retro batman mask and tib cope has a has an avengers mask yeah and i'm always jealous because I, I just walk in with a, just one of these disposable like surgical masks <laughs> blue <laughs> yeah exactly. blue, blue. You know, yeah. whatever it's like you know and um, but now I'm like again. At first, it was just like, well, it was just a practical thing. You have to put on a mask. Now it's like again, we're so many months in, and I'm like, dang, I want a cool mask. Yeah. So I um I I finally I I, I have a Star Wars one now. So. Oh, cool. Uh, funny enough, I do have a Star Wars one too. I have a Millennium Falcon one. Um, my wife Steph made it. Cool. Nice. Yeah, she got like some fabric from online she asked like me and the daughter like what kind of fabric you guys want to do <laughs> and she was like how about this one i was like yeah i'll do millennium falcon so uh i think that's it i mean there's like a unicorn one that she made but i just sport like the the millennium falcon one like all oh, the time you know you're gonna put that that unicorn one on <laughs> <laughs> They didn't make any of my size, so unfortunately, well, unicorns for when you go grocery shopping, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and and now, uh, now, um, again, like, who had ever thought we'd be here? But now you're you're starting to learn who you know throughout your friends and f- network of friends and family, like you're starting to find out like, Oh, so-and-so makes masks and this person makes masks. If you give them fabric and like five bucks or whatever, or 10, 20 bucks, they'll make a bunch of masks for you. So we have, um, I now know of two people and, you know, through my wife that make masks. So we're going to go to, uh, maybe this weekend, go to Joanne fabrics. Cause I don't know that if you guys have been to Joanne fabrics ever or in a while, but they've got, there. They've got like we were there like last year. My my wife does some crafting and she needed to get some fabric. So I'm standing with her in the fabric section. And I'm like, oh my god, there's like this whole section of like yeah. Marvel, DC, Star Trek, Star Wars, like like any like any fandom you can think of. 
Doctor Who. I mean, like anything. It's there's like bolts and bolts and bolts of fabric yeah. for all these fandoms. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to Joanne Fabrics because I'm gonna give me some some cool masks. Yeah, uh, Bobby Lynn's wife Jess was actually one. The we were selling a couple mm-hmm. uh, store for all. She actually made a bunch, and we we sold a bunch for her. Like, and they were really good. And I didn't even get to buy one. And they were all really cool. And I was like, I was like, oh, I just got all these other masks. I'll wait. And then they were all gone. Like they were gone very quickly. Um, yeah. So and they were they were really cool. So I saw some some really interesting ones. Like uh, there was one dude. There's a dude that shops in Ohio that every day, every time he comes in, he has a different Power Rangers on it. Like it's a different, <laughs> like a different color Power Ranger. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like now, people, yeah. you, you can accessorize yourself with your mask. You know. I feel that it's like it's it's kind of like rock shirts, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh man, that guy listens to the Ramones. He's a cool dude. I'm gonna get along with him. And then you like you look at like somebody wearing a a mask, and depending on what it is, you're like, I don't know if I want to talk to that guy. Right. You know? So. You know what? Someone actually complimented me at a Target. Uh, we had went to Target after we got our new cat, and this like register lady that you know she wasn't ringing us up. She just was a rando register lady. She's like, "I like your mask, Star Wars, right?" I'm like, "Heck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh man, who to thunk it? I have to admit though, um, not to. Uh, turn on a sour note i did go to the the homestead one um new dimension comics and it just seems so weird being in there and like everyone having masks and like i kind of was like i didn't know how to step because it's like you know should i go through the the dollar bins should i check out these things like but i didn't have gloves on me but i was like i went down there to get like a um a short box because mm. I'm trying to rearrange my art studio and make it look, you know, not like a junkyard. And, um, yeah, I really didn't know. I ended up getting like two comics off a of rack, but I was just like, Oh, I don't know, man. So it was just weird. So good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, do you, has anyone expressed those type of, of feelings when you guys are like walking around or anything or like kind of like they don't know where to go? Like I go to Aldi to do grocery shopping and they have like one way aisles. Um, yeah, like so my my biggest problem is when like you're waiting in line and then someone's like right up against you like and I'm mm-hmm. just like, dude. Like, can, like, I would have been like weirded out even, even pre pandemic. Right. Like, like, come on, man, I can feel you on my shoulder, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that's the weird part breathing on my neck. Um, you know, that, that's really my only, my only big concern. Like most people are, are pretty good about, um, that I've seen at least. And I, I go to Aldi, I go to giant Eagle, you know, I go to Lowe's. Um, but for the most part, like I, I see people following following what they're supposed to do. Um, the, the thing that bothers me is when, you know, you're supposed to be doing this because it helps people and people just like come in and then they get to the back of the store and they think no one can see them. And then they just take their mask off. Uh, like, come oh, on, man. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's not cool. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, it's, it's, it, I, I don't know if it's that they've just not known anybody that's had this. Um, I don't know if it's, they've, 
um, you know, just, just, they just think it's a hoax, whatever, which still blows my mind. Um, but you know, I, I personally have, I've known six people that have had it and I lost my father-in-law to it. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Thank you. Um, it, uh, it was rough. Um, but it definitely is not the flu. It is definitely not a cold. It is not pneumonia. It is like the flu, pneumonia, tuberculosis, mono, and like diarrhea all at the same time. <laughs> and, you know, when you, when you come out of it, if you make it through the, that part of the worst case scenario before death, um, you know, your, your lungs are probably going to be Swiss cheese. Then you gotta, you gotta wait and see if you're going to clot up and lose a leg. Um, you know, and there's, there's people that, that got it that were perfectly healthy that, that died from this. Right. And, you know, it's, I, I don't understand where their, their mindset is. I'm like, like, okay, I can see not trusting the government and I can see not trusting some things, but I'm like, when every single major science division of the, in the world is going, here's what's going on. Here's what you need to do. And here's what you should do. I don't understand why it's so hard to just go, okay, I'm going to look out for the fellow human. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, you know, I, I, you're just, that's all you're doing. So you're just looking out for your fellow man. It's like wearing a seatbelt um, or, or obeying a speed limit. You know, it, that's all it is. Like, and it's not like you're supposed to wear it. Like as soon as you leave the house till as soon as you get back, cause that would just be ridiculous. Um, but if you're going to be near people, just put it on, just put it on. It's not hard. You know, you're in, you're in a place for like 20 minutes. Okay. You pull it yeah. Off. Well, you know, I, I've, like I said, I've, I've, I've been in the waterfront location a couple of times and very pleasantly, I shouldn't say pleasantly surprised, but I was, I was encouraged by the fact that everyone that I saw was, you know, ad- adhering to a mask, staying, you know, respectable amount of feet away from other people, you know, and, but people were still shopping, I think, and, and which is that's also encouraging because, you know, I'm I'm probably one of the most careful people during this whole thing. But, you know, I'll still go to a store if I have to or like, hey, I want to go to the comic book store. I want to look around a little bit. It's been a while, you know, and when I'm done or like at the register. And again, again, this goes to the showing how how great you guys are during this, I mean, like everything's taped off. Um, there's the plexiglass at the register. You guys have, um, hand sanitizer at this, at the register. Um, oh, we wipe like the whole counter area down multiple times. During yeah. The day and like after it's closed and stuff. Too. Yeah. All the staff are always masked. I, I've never seen anyone even just pull masks down to say, I mean, everyone's got their masks up. So it's, you know, I, I feel like, you know, again, like I said, just to reiterate, like I'm, I'm super careful, but I still feel like there's a way to be careful and still do things like that. Like, you know, you will go to the, go to the store, get your comics. Don't stay in there for two hours, but you know, go in there, look around, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Like we have, um, in, oh, there's in our- no guys that are in there for two hours with their mask on. I'll tell you that. Oh really? Yeah. Like there's wow. still dollar divers that come and, and hang out They're They're, well, that's all day and they just you know probably the dollar divers love it because they probably because there's probably not as many people picking <laughs> right now 
<laughs> they probably they're, yeah, they're probably getting probably all kinds of wrong. good stuff. <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at the positive, yeah. huh? Well, right. hey, you know, I call them like I see them. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's there's definitely a lot of people that like guys that I follow on like Instagram and Twitter that are that's what they do. They're dollar divers. That's and that's their bread and butter. And they're still you know and, and they would always post pictures like oh this is today's haul and. And yeah, maybe they slowed down a little bit over the past few months, but now it's, they're kind of back to it. They're like, here's what I got today. Here's my dollar haul, you know, and people are going to do what they're going to do, I guess. You know? Yes. Yeah, they are. So we have a a few minutes left and I know um, prior to the show, you, and and I I probably would have assumed this no matter what, because like like I said, you're one of the busiest guys I know, (laughs) but you, you, um, you probably haven't had a, a a chance to you're so busy working at a comic book store. Ironically, you haven't had a chance to work or read any comics, but um, is there anything that you have had a chance to catch up on or something you're looking forward to reading or? Um, well, hold on a second. This is my, I need to read this stack since COVID. Right? <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, uh, I did catch up on a couple things. Um, I caught up on like Sex Criminals and Money Shot, uh, and I bought I, I bought some of these fun little like golden books, like mm-hmm. the Star Trek one and the the I Am Skeletor one. And then I've also been doing some like Kickstarter backers. Like I got the the Art of Gary Morgan book in the mail today uh, with my little thank you sketch in the back. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm excited that Hawkeye Free Falls back. I'm at this point just going to wait for all of Empire to, to finish uh, before I read it. Um, Green Lantern Earth One came out this week, or I'm sorry, Earth One Volume Two came out this week. So mm. I'm excited to read that. I've caught up on Deja Thoris. Um, Metal Shark Bro Volume Two just came out, so that's pretty cool. Wait, did you say Metal Shark Bro? Yeah, did you not read Metal Shark Bro Volume? No. <laughs> Metal Shark Bro from uh, Scout Comics. Okay, I'm going to have to pick that up. Metal Shark Bro. Yeah, they they put out one issue, and then they put out the the trade with it. Uh, Here's that that, uh, Support Your Shop. Oh, okay. I've Um, I've seen that. I I saw that the last time I was at the waterfront. Yeah, I'll have to pick one of those up. The list on the back is awesome. It's like Colin Bunn, Steve Orlando, Jamie McCleave, David Mack, Phil Hester, Jerry Ordway, um, Zach Thompson... Uh, Don Kramer, um, a lot of great, great creators. Uh, I'm almost caught up on Ragnarok from Walt Simonson. Uh, I am caught up on the boys, dear Becky, uh, faithless. I'm catching up on once in future. I'm like one or two behind, uh, Nora volume two devour came out, um, for my friend Casey Pierce. Uh, so I'm checking that out for her. Um, I really, I love the first volume. It was really good. Uh, Oh, I've been reading a lot of the AWA books. Uh, you guys check these out at all. I, I know of them. I haven't read any yet. So hotel is probably my favorite. It's very horror friendly. Um, and then, uh, resistance is the Strack book. It's very much so similar to like rising stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Archangel Eight, which is kind of like the Punisher if he were the Angel of Death, hmm. like a legitimate Angel of Death. <laughs> um, that was kind of cool. Uh, Red Border was interesting, um, but definitely check those out. They're they're kind of cool. 
Okay. I'm checking out this Artemis, the assassin book from uh, Aftershock. Just going to flip through the rest of this here and make sure I didn't miss anything else. But I think that's uh, Dark Red I'm caught up on. Uh, Vampironica I'm almost caught back up on. If you guys haven't read that book, you should. Um, and I'm caught up on Black Cat from Marvel. So for the most part, I'm like maybe one or two issues behind on a couple things, but I'll get through it pretty quickly. That might be tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> Wait, are you, are, you, are you telling me you actually have some time off tomorrow? What? Maybe. Uh, well, today was supposed to be my day off, but I was going to work from home anyway because we, our gaming distributor called us last week and went, hey, we're no longer going to carry Wizards of the Coast. And I mm-hmm. went, I feel like I'm talking about DC all over again. <laughs> um, so apparently there, there's some kind of lawsuit. I don't really know what's going on with that. Uh, so I then vetted three of the major, the other major gaming distributors. And we just decided to get a, an account at all three of them. Um, so whoever gets back to me tomorrow with terms, the right terms and can set up my children account quickly and can operate in accordance with comic Cubs so that it makes our lives easy. Mm. Gets, gets my business. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to basically just be like, you know, skimming some email tomorrow and, and the rest of it's going to be uh, catching up on comics. And I, I've, uh, I, I've been rewatching like the, the, the first version of uh, Roswell from the CW back. In oh, the day. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have like two or three episodes to go. I'm watching it because I was like, oh yeah, Catherine Heigl's in this. I love Catherine Heigl. And uh, oh, I don't think I knew she was in that. Yeah, she was the. She plays. Uh, weirdly, she plays Isabel. Um, <laughs> and her boyfriend for the first half of the show is named Alex. And uh, I and then she also talks to a dead boyfriend at some point in there. And I'm just like, she also did the same thing on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I was gonna say that named sounds- Izzy. With a boyfriend named Alex and talk to a dead boyfriend. <laughs> so I guess I guess uh, Chandra Rhymes is a Roswell fan. Maybe I, I guess. <laughs> so I love Chandra Rhymes. I like I love Chandra Land. Like all the Chandra Land shows are great. Um, oh, and I've also been listening to uh, the Fake Doctors Real Friends podcast, the Scrubs one. Oh, okay. If you guys are fans. I, I, I haven't listened to that yet because I feel like once I start, I'm going to want to rewatch those episodes and I don't have time to fit another show in right now, but that's well, they only something... do one show. They do two episodes a week. Okay. So it's not a lot. And yeah, uh, but it's, it's really good though. I really, really, it's, it's funny. It's super funny. I'm already, I'm listening to the, uh, Sopranos rewatch episode, uh, podcast. Okay. Sopranos with uh, Michael Imperioli and Steven Sharippa. And that's that's really good, but their episodes are minimum like an hour and a half. <laughs> which which actually which is good because I can I can put it on while I'm working. I'm st- I'm still working from home. So, you know, I'm always looking for, you know, I'm burning through podcasts like crazy the past 5 months. So I'm always looking for something to listen to. So I might have to, uh, I might have to start with the, uh, the, the scrubs rewatch podcast, but I, I, I feel like that's a thing now. Like the, uh, you know, former cast members doing a rewatch because there's the, uh, the office ladies podcast, which, which I listen to, uh, my, my wife and I listen to, cause we were, you know, big fans of that show. And like Is I said, the I'm British good. one or the American one, both, but, well, oh, but the, 
well, I mean, well, we're fans of both, but the the rewatch podcast is for the U.S. Oh, ver- it's it's Angela Kinsey and um <laughs> uh uh the woman that plays Pam. I'm blanking on her name, but but um uh I'd watch the British one. I don't know if I'd watch the U.S. one. So. Well, they're two very different. You know, I mean, the 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 yeah, they're they're I mean, they're they're both excellent, but they're just I mean, they're practically almost like two different shows, but, but not, it's kind of hard to, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like now when you go back, when you finally go back to work, I told all my staff, I was like, the crisis happened. We woke up on earth X. <laughs> things are, are earth two, or we woke up on earth two. Like things are sort of the same, but not quite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hey, did you, um, did you happen to, did you uh, check out this, uh, the new star girl show? I did. Um, I think I'm one or two episodes behind, but I really enjoy it. I'm glad it got um, renewed onto the CW. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm waiting for Swamp Thing to air on there because I don't have uh, oh, I the, guess the DC, DC app, which yeah. I guess is like getting canceled anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I'm excited to watch that, but I don't think that starts to like October. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just um, I just finished the uh, I, I just watched the f- season one finale um, this week and it was really good. Was that Stars and Stripes Part Two? Yes. Yeah, I I think maybe I am caught up except that episode then because that was just the other day. So yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah it's a, the the last episode. It was a two parter the the finale. So. Yeah, I didn't get to see the last part, but I saw the first part of it. Yeah, that was a it, it, it's a su- surprisingly great show. I really enjoyed Batwoman and a lot of people uh, didn't. And I'm, I'm a little sad that they're doing a complete recast and not like mm-hmm. just creating this whole new character instead of doing something else. And I'm like, if they do that in the comics, I'm going to be really sad because I, I loved everything they did with Kate. So, yeah, that's, that, that's one I, I didn't finish. I need to catch up on that one, but, um, uh, oh, have uh, you read the books though for that? Have you read like the, like uh, elegy and yes. Oh yeah. 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 I read all the Rucka stuff yeah. and um, I didn't, I didn't read as much of the newer. Uh, I, I think I started reading it like the new 52 mm-hmm. and then I dropped off and then um, I was going to start reading. I was going to check out the, the, her rebirth. Uh, like the Marguerite book. Bennett stuff. Yeah. Um, but I haven't, I haven't read that yet. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't dig that as much. Um, but I love the Rucka stuff. I loved uh, the JH Williams stuff. Um, and then the, the team that followed that. Uh, and then I liked her in rebirth where she read like in the detective line. Yes. That, um, that book was awesome. I, yeah, I, I, I really liked her role in that because it was like, she was like the drill sergeant. She, yeah. she was <laughs> whipping everyone into shape and kind of forming them into a team. Right. This is your weapon. This is your gun or your rifle. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Full metal bat. <laughs> what? Bat metal. <laughs> Death metal. Um, oh, Sean, did you, um, did, did you have a chance to, I, I know we talked earlier and you said you were reading something. I don't know if you had a chance to. Oh yeah, I finished it. It was, um, uh, what the hell is it? <laughs> oh, is it Jim Jim's uh, Jim Rugg, yeah, the Oct- Jim Rugg's new book, Octo Octobrina. 
Octoberina. Yeah, 1976. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's kind of reminds me of Jim's earlier work of yeah, yeah there it is. Yep. Uh, Rambo, it, it kind of reminds me of Rambo 2.0 or something like that, where it's just all action and crazy stuff's happening and like nothing makes sense, but everything's just fun. So you just roll with it. So it's like um, a bloodshot movie. I haven't seen the bloodshot movie. I'll have to though. I kind of wanted to only because it just looked just cheesily bad. Like every. Bungie. Everything about actual Bloodshot was very good, but everybody else was just very vanilla. But all in all, I gave it like a solid like seven out of ten. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing I could, I should have did, was I should have sprung for the retro coloring instead of the black light coloring because mm. it it was kind of tough to read, and I didn't know where my black light pen thing because we got a laser pointer in the mail mm-hmm. uh, for the cat which also apparently had to have like a black light attached oh so you were going to look at it under black light yeah just to see that's you know, that's I funny mean, anyone that's telling me a black light comic i gotta look at it the right black light comic or black light well yeah i i reread it when when you said you were going to read it tonight. I, I reread it because I just, I wanted to, you know, and I, cause it's, it's, it's one of those books. I, I, I think it's almost necessitates like a couple of readings and, um, and it's, yeah, it, just like you said, it, it's so, it's so much fun. It's just like balls to the wall, like crazy action. I mean, you know, flying a pterodactyl and like ri- riding a, a grizzly bear and, um, yeah, crazy, crazy I shit. Like, and I feel like you're describing like Alan. it's like it's like shirtless bear fighter almost. <laughs> <laughs> but what well, the funny thing is the and the, the the most interesting thing about this and um, if you, Jim goes into it a little bit on the back cover, he he it's almost like he kind of cut and paste snippets of different articles or different texts describing the the background of the book or the or the character, but um the the really interesting thing about the character or you know the, is that she's essentially the uh you know the octobrian of the devil woman she is essentially kind of like a um pu- well, public like a pu- public, public domain. domain yeah public domain she's like nobody really owns the character uh if you look on the wikipedia for the uh for this character um you know Jim is in a he he's listed in a long line of appearances of this character dating back to uh to the to the seventies and um and that this uh character was created from a like a group of Russian um like a, like an underground uh political group that uh you know like making comics like they, they made, they made their own comics as a form of protest, just like they would um, listen to rock and roll or, you know, whatever that they would do to, to protest the government. Um, You know, what, what we take for granted as far as like making mini comics or web comics or zines or whatever, like they did as a form of protest. And that's where like this character was born out of that 
and uh and the 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 guy that helped creator it was actually it was him and like two other guys that created like wrote the story and did the art the guy one of the three guys smuggled all the art out of russia to czechoslovakia so he could publish it now this is this is back in the 70s like the late 60s like this was like cold war stuff this was like cold war time um and uh yeah, so he like he smuggled basically smuggled the character um, out of the country so it could be published. So it's it's really fascinating stuff. Like I I, I want to read more about it, but um like the the little bit about it I read is really interesting, and I and it makes sense why Jim kind of gravitated towards this because it's the the whole the character being. So it's like the antithesis of underground. Yeah, it's just like she just embodies the principles of of revolution. Yeah, you know, so it's um, it's but great. It's right, right up Jim's, right up Jim's alley. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the art, of course, is great. I mean, just fascinating great. stuff, and the and the coloring was really a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, and and I I think um all the Kickstarter supporters, you know, like like we got our books first, but I think they're going to be coming to stores at some point in the future, or at least he, he, he wants to get them into stores. So I, I, I don't know how that works. If he has to approach the stores individually, or I don't know how that works, but uh, hopefully it'll be in the store soon. It, I mean, we, we've done that. We carry a lot of independent, like local books. Um, so I don't, I don't know if he's going to try to get it like republished through like image since he does a lot of stuff with image. Mm-hmm. Um, or, well, well, I think um, at, uh, ad, ad house, ad house oh, okay. was ad house like help publish it. Okay. Um, so. yeah, I don't know. It, it's very possible that he'll, he'll pass it through to everybody or, uh, you know, we'll start seeing solicitations for it, but it probably had to actually fulfill the Kickstarter first. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I assumed he had to do. So, um, yeah, I'm real ex- like uh, there's a Sora Sora Sung's Kickstarter for Aurora's coming out soon. Um, like it should be fulfilled pretty soon. Uh, that thing like hit hit its main its its first goal in like ten minutes. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Um, so, John, is there any uh, anything else you want to add? Or you, I, I, you gave a bunch of links, which we'll we'll include everything in, in our show notes. But if there's any any last uh, last words you want to you want to give us, uh, definitely check out Mainframe Comic Con this weekend. Uh, we're going to be in the vendor section under the exhibitors. Uh, you can go to ndcomics.com uh, for all your news about your local New Dimension comics. Um, you can go to ndcomics.com/shop or hit the shop button on there. It'll take you to where you can shop the stores. We can do mail order now. Um, you can buy some cool, awesome custom apparel. Uh, you can check out our eBay store, our Amazon store, uh, any of the other stores do that. Um, and other than that, make sure you uh, start following the Three Rivers Comic Con uh, newsletter. You can sign up for that on the Three Rivers Comic Con webpage. Uh, we should have some more information about that. Um, probably in the fall, we'll really start kicking in um, once we get a better idea of of what the world state's going to look like. Um, but right now we do plan on, on, on having it, uh, the, the later part of May next year. Um, and, uh, when we get off of this, I'm probably going to tell Dan about some, 
some cool people that'll probably be there. So uh, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you follow the newsletter so you can find out too. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, hey, John, thank you again for for joining us tonight. It was really uh, informative and entertaining. And uh, and anytime you know, anytime you want to join us, there's a, there's always a seat open for you. Awesome. Thank you guys. You guys are great. And, uh, you know, I always support you guys. And, um, I, I think everything that you guys do is, is just as, as good as any of those other guys, uh, out there. Oh, and, thanks. Uh, you know, if, if you guys ever need anything from us, you let us know and we'll help you out too. So, all right. We're all in this together. Yes, sir. All right. Well, this has been episode 361 of the comic book pit podcast. I'm Dan. And with me is Sean. See ya. Thanks for listening and 